Carrie. Hi. Well, and I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. So today we're going to talk about the first Love Ever After Hallmark movie, Beverly Hills Wedding, where Brooke Dorsey is helping her sister plan her wedding and they win a free wedding package to have it in Beverly Hills, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, that it was a really cool package. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind winning one of these wedding packages where it's like the venue's taken care of, the food's taken care of, the dress, like it's all paid for. Uh, your toes are taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, picked up in a limo at the <laughs> airport. <laughs> like literally everything. Your invitations, everything. Yeah. They were even doing the pedicures and it wasn't even wedding day. No, it was like because they, they went out there for the week to just choose everything and see everything yep it was all inclusive i like it i do too this is why i go to the caribbean on vacation <laughs> you're gonna get married in the caribbean carrie no i'm not i want to get married in a church and all the places um, in the caribbean seem to be on the beach <laughs> this is true yeah you want to get married in a very pretty church too i do and I found a second one this weekend that was really pretty that I would totally get married at, too. <laughs> it was cute. But your first one, I think, is cuter. Agreed. <laughs> maybe one of these days, Carrie will show it because we're just like, it's cute. Yeah. Maybe I'll <laughs> post it in stories or something and you can check it out. Yeah. Or you can Google Mildred B. Cooper Chapel in Bella Vista, Arkansas. It is, though. You Like, if you decide you want to get married there, you can't have my spot, even though I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> Someday soon, maybe. Maybe. You're not lucky like uh, the girl in this movie who has been with her fiancé since they were children. Yes. Tiny children, too. They said eight. Those kids did not look eight to me or eight or nine or whatever. I thought they looked like six. Oh, I was like, they kind of look around the same, the right age. Uh, Their story was really cute, though, because we just start out knowing... Yeah, they were together as kids, and now he's going to propose to her. And, like, we literally get a whole proposal scene, which is pretty rare for these movies, since Mm -hmm. we normally end with, like, an I love you. Yeah. Instead of a marriage proposal. And the proposal was adorable. Mm -hmm. He was recreating their childhood wedding that was not real. And he's like, will you marry me for real this time? Yeah, it was very sweet, and I thought it was a strong start to the movie. Until... (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) Till Brooke jumps out of the woods, because she's a photographer, so she was shooting, you know, the pictures, but then she kind of interrupts their cute moments. It was very drastic, and I was actually surprised that they didn't do, like, a few second worth of her taking photos of them Mm -hmm. there. They just turned around and started walking back. Yeah. And he was walking behind them. So when I mentioned this to you, when we were watching it, I was like, did they have her jump out because they just short on time? So it really didn't happen that way. But because we're trying to get through it, they just had her jump out. They just had it sped up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm thinking back about it, I think this was her personality. Oh, yeah. Is to be in on everything, like to be... You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, to show her support and everything. Yeah. I can see that now. She can be overzealous. <laughs> That's a kind way of putting it. I was going to go with annoying, but... <laughs> well, I liked Brooke's character better than you in this movie, this so... This is so true. It's okay. It's okay. So the big problem, then, is that they this couple's pretty young. They don't have any money to afford a good wedding, and so they need to be cheap about it. Yet... Their little engagement party is at the farm that his family owns. In a barn that looks like it is set up to have wedding receptions. Yeah, it's like perfectly decked out with lights and tables. I'm like, this looks like the perfect wedding venue. Yeah, I was really, really surprised by that. I was like, wait a second, because usually there's going to be a couple of things that you're going to spend the most amount of money on. Mm -hmm. One of them is going to be venue. Yeah. So that's automatically probably like a thousand, two thousand dollars that you're saving by being able to have it on your family farm that you run so you can say whether you can have it for free or not. <laughs> right? Yeah. I thought like, well, maybe they don't want to have it at the farm because it's where they work. So they want to keep like their personal life kind of separate. But that proves to be not true the further we get into the movie when they're all like, well, I actually like this and that and I just want to be home, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and the very end. Yeah, so then it really doesn't make sense. <laughs> I would have, I think I would have felt better about it if they had just set up the the surprise from the people, maybe like around the corner from the barn or closer to the house or something like that and then you don't see the barn and then because people have, there's that one movie, who's in that movie, where she goes back home and she lives next door to the guy and she's planning a wedding and turns the barn into a wedding venue. Am I making this up? Is that the Jill Wagner one with Victor Webster? No, but there that one too. Okay. That's not the one I was thinking of that time, but that's a good example of it. Where it actually is a barn, but they turn it into... I feel like there's a lot of Hallmark movies where there's a barn that they transform. Yeah. So, if it had been that route, I would have been like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. Like, you weren't really thinking of it as an option at the time. Mm -hmm. But this one was already transformed. Yes. <laughs> was not being used as a barn. That is 100% no. sure. Mm -mm. I was really surprised at how much Molly was so irritated seeing Brendan's character, whose name I cannot remember. Okay, because I was like, who the heck is Molly? That's Brooke. <laughs> Brooke's character. I wrote it down as Molly, <laughs> so I said it as Molly, which normally I don't catch their names, but apparently this time I did. How terrible is it that I really don't even, their names don't even matter to me in these movies. Like, I, don't, I can't tell you the names. I don't people. either. I can't either. I think I could tell you the name of, like, the first thing that just came to my mind was Dashing Through the Snow with Andrew Walker, and it's only because his name is literally Dash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, that's and then about it. I'm thinking about it, and the only people, even in these mystery series that I've seen, all of them, unless you're Aurora Tea Garden or you're Ruby Harry, <laughs> and there are multiples of the same character. Yeah. 
You're right, because I couldn't tell you what Jill Wagner's name in Mystery 101 is. Nope. <laughs> that's so terrible. And I couldn't tell you what Palaha's name is either. <laughs> nope, I can't. And that's my favorite mystery series so far. Yep. Aye, aye, aye. But yeah, she she was pretty upset with Brendan whenever he returned. Well, and surprised that she has to deal with him pretty much most of the movie. Maybe two-thirds of the way, a little less than that, she starts to not be as irritated. But, like, your sister is marrying his brother. You're going to see him. <laughs> this is not new new news. <laughs> yeah, and they had to have seen each other. I mean, I guess they were like, it's been a few years. But surely they had seen each other at, like, family events prior because they used to date anyway, so yeah. but it ended not well. <laughs> oh, which kind of leads me into my biggest problem with this movie, I think, is they, well, there I have two of them, but this is one of them. And I'll save the other one for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> they did, I felt like they did not develop the storyline with Brooke and Brendan's characters. The other couple that was getting married was very well developed. Mm -hmm. It was like, even though Brooke and Brendan were the, the people that were in the front and the love story of this, I mean, the other people were a love story, but like you're watching to see them get together. Right. Yeah. I didn't feel anything by the end of it that told me like why these two feel like they should be together. Yeah. It wasn't very centered on their, love or relationship yeah which was sad because i was really looking forward to brendan and brooke together because they do make a super cute couple they do make a really cute couple and i i feel bad because this is such a disadvantage also to i feel like their abilities as actors to tell a story right you're yeah. like really limiting their abilities to be successful in this movie because you haven't developed their characters well enough. Yeah. Or developed the storyline. Yeah. I think the cutest uh, scene between the two of them where you could kind of feel like their emotions was their almost kiss, which was really cute. Tell me about it. Cause right now I don't remember it. I was wondering <laughs> if you had forgotten what it was. <laughs> So they're at the beach and they're sitting down and they're kind of looking out at the water mm. and they're talking and he's like leaning more into her and he's getting closer and he actually can feel like the tension. And then I forget something happens though. Like maybe her phone rings or she's like, Oh, we have to get to a, a cake tasting or something. So she leaves and he's like, <sighs> and then just follows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it didn't really super stand out to me, of course, at that point. I like the scene where they first get to the beach and she's taking photos of him. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, very happy and whatnot. But, I don't know, this movie kind of lost me at some points. So I think I had gotten into one of my lost points <laughs> by I the time see. the kiss came along. Like, I was watching, but I wasn't fully watching. Mm -hmm. So, I will say when they got to... LA or Beverly Hills or whatever mm -hmm. and they were in the limo I absolutely loved the shots of LA that they did I really hated the limo scene where they're in it like <gasps> and she's taking pictures while the car is like moving yeah 
because it felt very staged in the car. But I did love the role, like the B-roll that they did when they captured all the video. I thought it was put together really well. And I was like, this makes me want to go visit, you know. And it felt like an on location. I mentioned this before that this movie, even though it's not technically on location because it's in L.A., it feels kind of on location because Hallmark never does movies in L.A. that often. Mm-hmm. So I kind of liked that. They kind of made it like it's a like a vacation, like a trip, you know? Yeah, I liked that scene, too. Uh, I thought it was funny because this is where they actually play the Beverly Hills song originally by Weezer. But this is a version by I feel like it's like Neon Dreams or something. And they censored the song, which I laughed at because, I mean, it's Hallmark. You expect censorship. But even the cover that this band made of it, that Hallmark played, they just changed it to crap. So they censored crap. (laughs) (laughs) Did they not use this word just in dialogue in general? Like, why did you censor this word in the song? Maybe it's because some people feel like that's a cuss word. Maybe. I don't know. I I just laughed. I was like, are you kidding me? We're going to censor this. Like, okay. (laughs) And then the Claremont Hotel, which is where they're staying in the movie, I guess was actually a real hotel, but it's closed. Uh, And I thought, yeah. So I thought they actually were filming at the Beverly Hills Hotel. But I guess that's not true because they're like, this is the Claremont. Like, why... Why aren't we at Beverly Hills Hotel, the iconic place? (laughs) Oh, maybe it's one of these things that has to do with the pandemic, kind of like a winter getaway where they were not going to stay at Banff Springs Hotel. Maybe. You know, like it was closed for renovations and they Mm -hmm. weren't going to be there. So maybe it has to do with the, the choices for based upon COVID and what their options were. I guess that makes sense. I was just a little disappointed because if you're going to have a Beverly Hills wedding and it's all about luxury and then you're not at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yeah. Just let down. It didn't let me down because I didn't notice that. (laughs) Of course, I've never been to L.A. I've never really studied Beverly Hills things other than Beverly Hills 90210. I have seen all of those. Not the new. The original. But... (laughs) It's been a long time. Didn't they mention that hotel in there, though? Surely it had to have come I'm up. Sure they did, but I don't remember it. <laughs> Welcome to my brain, Stephanie. Oh, man. This is too long ago for you. Yep. Um, I was really surprised at how anti-social media they made the guy. The guy getting married. Yeah, it was kind of annoying, actually. I'm like, can you not suck it up for two seconds? Because it's not even like they were doing a ton with him because they knew he wasn't comfortable. I don't know. Well, I could understand the video. He was kind of close to them in the video at the beginning when they asked him to videotape the other girl, the girls. But like she wasn't even going to post her engagement photos online because he doesn't like social media. Yeah. That seemed I mean, extreme. Yeah, I know that there's probably people like that, but that's just the world we live in these days, and people want to see your happy moments, and in this case, like, 
this guy was paying for your whole wedding. The least you could do is give him a couple of photos. Like, yeah, I agree. It was just a little frustrating. He he kind of frustrated me in general. Like, was it because he's was not a- cute? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's totally what irritated me about him. <laughs> oh my gosh, Carrie. Uh, no, it was not that. I mean, he was attractive enough for the side character. Would I personally have said yes to his proposal? No. But, <laughs> I mean, if I knew him, who knows? No. What what bothered me about him was just how against everything he was. Like, I agree it's your wedding and you can get what you want. But I feel like there's a balance of give and take. And I suppose he probably felt like he was giving and no one was like... returning the favor but i don't know i was just like this is all free can we just be grateful yeah well you know and i felt that way too sometimes like specifically what two two points really caught me well three i guess the invitations who like he's like is there something more simple i mean that really was not that ornate she didn't Mm -mm. pick the one with the wood carving on it Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was not that, I mean, it just had a lace overlay. It was pretty, it was fine, but it also looked like something anybody could buy at a cheaper price point and implement. It just wouldn't have been as nice. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there was the champagne situation where he offers, he's like, can we have beer? And they're like, it's a wedding, not a, what did she say? I don't know. Tailgate frat party. Yeah. But I was like, uh, people have beer all the time at weddings. Like, let the man have some beer. Like, if that's what he wants, you can have champagne and beer. Why does it need to be an either or here? It's free. Yeah. I I think as he was it made he made it sound like he would rather just have beer instead of champagne. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, there could have been a compromise of having both. And then But they were all this is just a hallmark thing where you're always one or the other yeah that's true and then the other one that caught me was the cake Mm -hmm. like those were gorgeous cakes they looked delicious they didn't look super wedding cakey to me but he's like is there chocolate or vanilla and i was like dude you're sitting in front of a salted caramel cake eat the freaking cake (laughs) i know like i mean there's gotta be people out there who are just like i just want simple things just chocolate vanilla that's it you know like i don't know fancy as if adding caramel is fancy. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, and then I was thinking some, the other guy, Brendan, Brendan mentions cobbler, uh, blueberry cobbler because they're on a blueberry farm mm-hmm. and they all scoff at this idea. And I'm like, how come you can't make a white cake with a blueberry filling? And then you have gotten white cake and blueberry and it's not the normal every th- everyday thing. So it's still yeah. kind of elegant. Mm-hmm. It's unique. I agree. There was just, I mean, they had to create problems and these were the problems they created. That's true. <laughs> yep. Uh, what really bothered me was, so when they're at the floral shop, they really want daisies in their wedding because daisies are important oh, yeah. to their relationship, which I agree. Like that is true. However, when we skip forward to the end at their wedding, I see daisies in her bouquet. 
and I don't see daisies anywhere else. I see what I'm pretty sure are carnations all over the wedding, and carnations are Brooke's character's favorite. So you made a big deal about these daisies, and then you didn't even, like, use them everywhere. Interesting. I had not even paid attention to that, but that makes me want to go back and look at it again. Because my my focus at the wedding at the end was... They're doing it out in the middle of nowhere, you know, where they got married the first time, I'm guessing. And they've put this over-the-top, elaborate backdrop mm-hmm. that did not go. Like, it, I'm all for, like, an arch or draping of fabric or whatever, but you you don't put Roman columns in the middle of a forest. <laughs> I was just impressed by this huge like stage they built. I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, it it was a lot. And I mean, we can do we can do Beverly Hills and whatever, blah blah blah. So that was the point is they got to have it where they wanted it, but it's still this Beverly Hills over the top elaborate as if people in Beverly Hills don't pay a ton of money to have things not look elaborate because I guarantee that they do. Like <laughs> Yeah. You know, I will pay a $10,000 more just so it looks like I didn't spend $10,000 more. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. But it was a cute wedding reception when they finally, because throughout the whole movie, they kept mentioning Brooke's essay that she wrote that ended mm-hmm. up winning this package for them. So they finally read the essay. And I had a little New Year's resolution end of the movie moment. I was like, this is trying to reach that emotional part. I mean, it didn't reach it, but (laughs) it was trying. I was like, maybe this was the same writer and trying to emulate that. Honestly, the essay was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good essay. It was a good part. Yeah. Well, my other big thing, if we want to get into this, I really did not like Brooke's character. The more the movie went on the more I disliked her. Um, My like fourth point, which is like at the beginning, after they come back engaged and they're talking amongst each other about planning the wedding. Wow. She is taking over the wedding. And then I made my my own shocked eye emoji emoji. (laughs) (laughs) And also I made a note. What is up with these storylines of people not planning their own weddings? I don't know. We just always need to have help. Well, like, it's one thing to have help. They're like, go look at the venue. You guys go look at the venue. <laughs> oh, yeah, and just doing everything. Like, she mentions later that she's like, well, I before they come to check it out, I wanted to look at it first. But her sister should be going with her to look at it before they dwindle it down to the couple of options they want to take to him. If... Unless he cares, and at what at which point he should be involved in going also. Yeah. That's a good point, because I don't know if there's many brides who wouldn't want to be involved like that. Yeah. And just would just trust their friend or sibling's um, opinions and be like, yeah, you, you, you know, you can pick it. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed like really over the top. And then I wrote, I really don't like Brooke's character. And right after that, I wrote the, in response to the, it's not my wedding. And the and Brendan says, could have fooled me. That cracked me up. 
Yeah, that was funny. I don't know. Brooke didn't bother me that much because I just felt I knew she was trying just to help her sister and what she thought was what her sister would want and was best for her. But it's not what she wanted. Well, I mean, eventually she came to that realization. Okay, so then that leads me into my next point about it. Uh-oh. I wrote, she conti- just continues to make decisions for them. She canceled the wedding without talking to them. Now, granted, this is actually what they wanted this time. So there is that caveat. So at least she read the room properly this time. But mm-hmm. don't you think that you should be saying to him, well, let me go talk to my sister and see what she wants to do from here. Instead of like, no, we're just going to cancel it. You know? Yeah. I guess it just, it didn't bother me. It didn't stick out to me. <laughs> But your your comment about her reading the room made me think. I did write down one quote, which really is not notable, but I thought it was funny. And it's in the beginning when they're about to go to L.A. to check out everything. And Brendan's like, oh, yeah, I'm coming. And she's like, what? And he's like, oh, you didn't read the fine print. It's the groom, the bride, the best, uh, the maid of honor and the best man <laughs> who get to go. Yeah. She's like, oh, she was like so excited about not having him with them. Yeah. And they're like, no, you didn't read it all. I really liked the way they put together the clips of the wedding in with the speech. So you get to feel like you're actually seeing some of the wedding, but Mm -hmm. not taking up the amount of time to actually have like the ceremony and that sort of a thing. Yeah, that was good. There was a Justin and Haley reference. Okay, I did catch the Justin, and I couldn't catch the last name. And I was like, who are they talking about? So who who is Justin and Haley? Justin Bieber. And Haley, his wife. Okay, now I'm really confused on why they referenced them. Did they get married around there? I think they were just making, like, they were making a thing. They're like, oh, Justin and Haley had this at their wedding. So it probably wasn't like a true statement. It was just like a reference to pop culture and that. Okay. Yeah. And so you should like it because they have it because they, nobody liked the food. He was not good at reading the room either. (laughs) No. Okay. I definitely got the Justin, but I had no idea who they were referencing. Okay. That is a very random pop reference too. Justin and Haley. Maybe the person who wrote it's a Bieber, a Bieber. Must be because I feel like there's got to be more famous couples in L.A. that they could have referenced that would have been like, you know, instantly noticeable like Brad and Angelina. I mean, obviously, they're not a couple anymore. But if you hear Brad and Angelina, you know who I'm talking about. Well, I wonder if when this was being written, it was around the time that they got married because it wasn't that long ago. It was a few years ago. I didn't think it was even that long. But I mean, how long does it take to write these things and then get them picked up? Um, maybe I just, Justin is not the most popular Justin in my mind. If I hear Justin, I think Timberlake. I'd agree with that, but they got married a really long time ago. Yeah. That's why in my mind, I was like, did he say Justin and Jessica? <laughs> but no. Oh, Wikipedia, which clearly is always correct. Says 2018. <laughs> okay. 2018, we'll Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. Got married. I'm glad we cleared that up. I know. But that's only three years ago. Not even. That was, that was two and a half years ago. So 
Yeah. I don't know. It was just random. We're at the random part of our notes, everyone. (laughs) I think my last one is that their timeline was really off for this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, Which I mentioned to you because so they're going to get married on Valentine's Day. Right. And the guy's like, that's six weeks away. Six weeks before Valentine's Day puts you right about New Year's and January. And yet there's no mention of New Year's or anything. And it looks spring. It was very green. I, this did not look right. And it may be that I wonder if Oregon is just really green in general, you know, just because they get so much rain and stuff like that. But we talked about this. And then I also noticed like one of the scenes she's walking up to her sister while her sister's sitting on the swing outside or something like that or the bench. And mm-hmm. she's wearing a coat, but the sister's just sitting there in like a sweater. Yeah, they weren't dressed very warmly. Yeah, it was. It's probably cooler than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So it was just strange. They should have adjusted the time somehow. Like, oh no, it's that's two weeks away. So at least we're at the end of January. <laughs> yeah, or or at least I mean they make people wear coats in July for Christmas movies. That's true. So you could have just That's had true. them dress differently. Yeah, they need to find like a medium between their winter and Valentine's. Because their Valentine's, I think, is trying to serve as a segue into spring. Yeah. But it it's looking too spring and not cold enough. Yeah. So. And there was no mention of Christmas either. Which is, no. I mean, she's, it took her... At least a couple of days, I would say, to apply to this and then to be reviewed and get chosen, right? So you would think the deadline yeah, would be so sometime in December. Yes, they probably got engaged at the end of December. Yeah, or middle, like right after or Christmas. beginning. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing happened around Christmas, and it's it doesn't make any sense. Yep, continuity, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, my last thing. I loved Brooke's bridesmaid's dress. Oh, me too. But I was going to talk about stuff in style. Okay. Well, that was my, that was the only one I wrote down about. (laughs) Okie doke. (laughs) Let's start rating these then. Okay. (laughs) So for the set, I gave it a four Mm -hmm. because I actually thought it was really pretty and stylistically pleasing. Even though it was not in the right time period. At the right place, but yeah. Yeah, I gave it a four also, because I liked the farm, and I liked all the the Beverly Hills footage and stuff like that. hmm Yeah. And the hotel and was really nice. It was really nice. I think that's the strongest part of this movie for me. It was just very pretty. Yeah. Like, even their movie poster was very pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I liked it. It's a four. Okay. And then style... I also gave it a four because, like you mentioned, her bridesmaid's dress was very pretty. And overall, I thought Brooke's outfits were really cute. She had this pink coat that I really liked. A lot of her outfits were actually pink toned because the whole Valentine's Day theme. Mm-hmm. So it was very pretty. And then Brendan looked real good. 
<laughs> like in his coats and his sweaters. Like he just looked real good. I also gave it a four. And mostly because of Brooke's style. I mean, Brendan looked nice. I mm-hmm. Nothing stood out to me, but nothing was like, what are you wearing either? Yeah. Um, I really liked her blazer that she was wearing a couple of times when she was like shooting the wedding and stuff like that. And she mm-hmm. wore it another time in L.A. So I really liked that and her bridesmaid's dress. Yeah. The only thing that stopped me from maybe giving this a five was that I didn't like her sister's outfits she wore a lot of sweaters over button down collared shirts <laughs> and i was just like i don't like this look why is this a look they're making her a teacher this is what teachers look like don't you know <laughs> yeah let's stereotype okay <laughs> all right storyline i just gave it a three i gave it a two it was, i thought about giving it a two but i was like well eh, average middle of the road and I'm guessing for the holiday-themed whatever, we're giving it hearts is what I'm guessing. You guessed wrong. What are you giving it? <laughs> I'm going down the bachelor road and giving it roses. Oh, okay. <laughs> Way to go the non, non-traditional non route. I was going to cut in first and say, and then you were, you were like, oh, I bet we're giving it hearts. I'm like, no, Carrie. I don't watch The Bachelor, I knew- so I would never have picked roses. I knew I should have said something to you beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it three roses. Okay, so I have two scores for this. What? Because this is like love, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when it was hearts. Um, <laughs> I gave the other couple four, but I gave Brooke and Brendan's Two and a half, uh, one. So my total is two and a half. <laughs> oh my god, that's my average. <laughs> that is hilarious. Can you imagine if we rated all the side couples with the main couples love? <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be so fun though. I'd <laughs> uh, be terrible. We'll see if it comes uh, back up again in this in this rotation. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so overall, though, I gave it a nonsense. Me too. It has the first the first place for now. <laughs> it is first place for now. Uh, I do think. Well, I'm a little worried. This was one of their stronger showings of the movies. Like they're coming out strong, and this wasn't super strong. It definitely wasn't as good of a premiere to start a series as Taking Shot at Love was for their winter. I agree, but I will say. With the previews of playing Cupid, I am not as unexcited as I was about it. Well, that's good. They're starting to win you over. A little bit. Now, I don't I don't think it should have been the Valentine's Day weekend. But mm-hmm. I do feel like it's at least a little bit better than what I initially thought it was going to be. Yeah. That's good. And I officially saw... The mixed up in Mediterranean, whatever. Looks like they're going to keep that name. Does look like <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I finally saw that whole preview too. So, looks like some different kinds of things are going to happen in that one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like something meets Princess Switch. <laughs> I was going to say like Freaky Friday. There you go. That- <laughs> oh, well, they go inside each other's heads though. That's true. That's true. Maybe that, what's that movie? The Parent Trap. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think 
Well, they both had Lindsay Lohan, but just not in the original. Yeah. Because Jeremy Jordan is playing his twin, which I had, like, I don't think they mentioned, did they mention he was a twin in the summary? I thought I just mentioned a sibling. Small town cook pretends to be his big city twin brother. Oh, it does say it during a contest in Malta. That's what mine says. Well, okay. I guess I just forgot that part. What I was thinking was not that they look the same, but Mm -hmm. that she doesn't know what he looks like and gets the brother confused with him is what I was thinking was happening. Yeah. Well, now we know. And we'll see how this works out. I mean, at least it's in Malta. So it has that going for it. I know. We've got to get some good shots. Okay, so that wraps up this movie review. Did you say? I think yeah, you said it was nonsense. Yep. So, yeah, our next episode would probably be another movie review, or no? Well, we were talking about doing like favorite love stories or favorite love songs or something along that line. Yes. So that might be next. I haven't prepped for that yet, though. <laughs> Neither have I. And we all know how hard I have. How hard of a time I have cutting down things yeah. to top fives. <laughs> Pick five. I've got nine. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> okay. So yeah, watch out for that. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes release. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media yes follow us on facebook and instagram at love and nonsense podcast talk to you later bye